Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Real Game with Crits and your main man, Mr. Chen. Yes, sir. Back again. It's been a minute. So, you know, we had to reconvene, give you guys. I mean, we it's been a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot of good stuff for you guys today. We got obviously championship weekend in college football. And even overshadowing championship weekend is, which is maybe not living up to the hype is what we maybe thought it would, but got a good matchup. But even overshadowing that is the coaching carousel. I mean, we have coaches leaving their schools left and right, coaches leaving their schools, and they have a chance to play for a national championship. That, of course, NFL is heating up, good enough to stretch run. I think we're about week 13 now. So um, as we're recording this Thursday night football is going on. Um, and uh, got that going on, and NBA season is. About getting the time when people started to pay attention around Christmas Day is really about the time where people started to kind of, you know, look at the NBA. So, get all good stuff for you guys coming today. Brother Chen, how you feeling today, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. You know what I mean? Just been uh, been grinding, been been busy with, with, with life. Uh, but, you know, I can't complain, man. I'm blessed. And, uh, you know, we here. Yes, sir. We here. Y'all didn't know Brother Chin, man. That man was on a world tour. That man was signing autographs. That man was oh, all over the place, man. man. You, that man had concerts and everything. <laughs> I thought he was going to really revive his singing career. Nah. Nah, nah, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I uh, I mean, since we last recorded, where I went to uh, Colorado, um, that was dope. You know what I'm saying? I went to Colorado for my birthday and shit, November 14th. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Um. But yeah, man, you know, I just been trying to take advantage of traveling more. You know what I'm saying? Um, my schedule allows for me to be able to travel a little bit more. So me and wifey, we just be trying to get up out of there when we can. We're going to Dallas this Saturday, celebrate a friend's uh, 30th birthday. So, um, you know, just good vibes and, and trying to make memories with all these trips we take. Yes, sir, man. If, if one thing you learned from uh, COVID last year is that you can't take things for granted, man. When you got an opportunity, you know, travel and you, you got to travel, man, because you never know. So, you know, you got to enjoy moments when you got them. So definitely good. Hope yeah. you guys have a safe and enjoyable trip. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. So let's get into it, man. So a championship weekend in college football, we have uh, all championship uh, games for conference championship matchups uh, will occur this weekend. Uh, got all the power five matchups now. Not some of the, the normal names you would see, as we will get into the list in a second, but um, some Power Five ones as well. So get into it. I'm I'm sorry, Group of Five and Power Five, but Power Five. Uh, the big matchup, obviously, the one that everyone's waiting for is Bama and uh, Georgia. Georgia ranked number one. Alabama's not number three in the college football playoff ranking. Um, and Bama hasn't looked as strong as they have in the past, so that's been a cause of concern there. We'll break the game down in a second. Michigan. Finally slayed the beast in Ohio State. Go Blue. Got a big win against Ohio <laughs> State last week, and they were able to um, get to the Big Ten Championship game for the first time. This is the first time they've been there since the game started in 2011. It was once the Leaders and Legends. Now it's the East and West of so Michigan for the first time. Wins the Big Ten East and gets to the National uh, Championship game. I'm not, not, not national, Big Ten Championship game, but they do have National <laughs> Championship aspirations. Speaking a little bit too far ahead, people. Um, <laughs> the Big 12, which no one damn gives a, no one cares about it. Yeah, Baylor and Oklahoma State. No yeah. one Oklahoma in here, but they couldn't beat Oklahoma State, so they missed out. Um, Utah and Oregon, I mean, neither team from the Pac-12. The Pac-12 doesn't have a shot to play off. Oregon was a chance. Oregon's lost twice. They don't have a shot, um, but they have a rematch against uh, Utah, so we'll see if they can get that on um, the ACC, which, again, no one cares about. No Clemson. 
Wake and Pitt, neither team has a chance to make the playoff. And then yeah. the big one for Cincy, the Cooper Five one is uh Cincy, if they win, you know, many people think they can make it in with a win over Houston, but there's still um, you know, a lot of questions. But let's 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 hop into one. Let's talk about the one everyone wants to talk about. Georgia and Alabama. How do you see well, we can pick the game later, but just kind of give me some things that you kind of see um, for this game, some things you're looking out for. Yeah, the big one, the big one, uh, UGA versus Alabama. Now, most definitely, I mean, I'm tight. I ain't going to be able to keep have my eyes on the game because, like I said, I'm going to be in, in Texas on Saturday. But, um, look, man, I, I, I obviously think UGA has everything they need to win this game. You know what I mean? Like, they have everything clicking right now. Even the offense, and that wasn't even something that was a big, uh, a big, um, I guess, bright light. You know what I'm saying for for that team. It was it's always been a defense since the beginning. So mm-hmm. the offense coming together with Stetson Bennett kind of playing like a Jake Fromm role. You know what I mean? Just like managing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, Andrew, yeah. Yeah, he's he's doing a good job managing. I mean, it's hard not to manage it when mm-hmm. your defense puts you in manageable situations. So, yeah, right. Um, and if you look on the other side, like Alabama, they're they're you know lighting it up on offense, but their defense isn't really uh, as mean as it's been in the past. The offense is is clicking, but it's not as intimidating either, right? Uh, so I think it's gonna come down to, you know if UGA is going to live up to the big moment many times in the past, they flopped. So we'll see. I don't think Alabama's more talented. So I, I really think UGA this is their best shot, man. If not now, when the hell is it going to happen? Yeah. So I, um, I asked someone before, before the season, was this the year? Um, if you're there, if there was year to be Bama, if this is it, was this the year? And it looks like it may be their right for the pick. And they don't look as good as they normally do, especially defensively. Obviously, they struggle to run the football, which is something that they normally don't struggle to do, but they're struggling to run the football now. So that's something that that's a concern. Um, and then last week against Auburn, I don't, the offense just couldn't get going for some reason. I mean, normally, like you said, yeah. they've been a potent offense. They've been able to put up points. Even if the defense couldn't stop anyone, they put up points. I mean, they had 20 against LSU, but besides that, I mean, they were in the 40s and 50s every other week besides that. But then it comes down to this Auburn game and they scored 24 points, but they scored 10 in regulation. They couldn't, or it was 10 or 13 in regulation, but they couldn't, they couldn't get anything going. So yeah. um, that's the one question. I mean, if there was a mismatch, I want to say it's a mismatch, but this is the best offense that Georgia will play all season. How does that play out? You know, can they, I mean, Georgia can't run the ball. So, Jordan Davis, those guys on the defensive line, they're going to have no trouble stopping the run because Georgia just, I mean, Bama just can't run it. But Bryce Wilson is the best quarterback they face. You know, will he, will he use his legs? Will he scramble? That's a question mark. Will he, I mean, will the receivers be able to get open enough to, to, for him to make plays downfield? And on the other hand, I mean, it's still Alabama. You still got Nick Saban on that sideline. And so mentally, Georgia has always had a talent to compete with Bama, and I even think they have more talent this year. It's just mentally, can they lock in and stay focused enough to win this game? You know, will Kirby Smart be able to, you know, make adjustments better than Nick Saban can? I mean, that's all stuff that you know, I'm kind of looking forward to in this one. So I, I, I'm expecting a good matchup, expecting a big one. It's just, um, I just don't, I think I got a feeling how it's going to go. 
but I don't think it's going to be how everyone assumes. Like, I think most people are assuming that Georgia's going to roll and take care of business, and they, they're probably going to win. But I don't think it's going to be just like they're going to steamroll Alabama. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I know for one thing, Alabama need to incorporate a heavy RPO system because, like you said, this might be the most – I was thinking, like, damn, who's been the most mobile quarterback Georgia has played this year? It's definitely Bryce Young when they match up on Saturday. And like I said, if, if Saban is smart, he's definitely going to incorporate an option for Bryce Young to tuck it or, or, or hand it off or step back quickly and, and dump it off somewhere, you know, slant down the middle, something. Um, because that's going to definitely keep the, the the defensive line on their toes. But on the opposite end of that, if you're Georgia, if they do run the RPO, you want to make sure you're smacking the hell out of Bryce Young every time. It don't matter if he's tugging it or not. Mm-hmm. Let that guy feel you. You know what I'm saying? Let him know, like, okay, y'all going to run this RPO. We're going to crash his ass. And they obviously are aggressive and nasty enough to do that. Um, so, yeah, it, it'll be interesting, though. It'll be interesting. Yeah, no doubt about it. It definitely will be interesting. So I'm looking forward to a 4 o'clock on, sun, on Saturday in the city of Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And actually, yep. I heard a stat today that Alabama is undefeated. At the bench, or six and zero at the bench when playing there. So yeah, yeah, Georgia got to slay some demons, man. They got to conquer some beasts. But there's this has been a year for first, so you know it may it may very well happen. All right, looking at the rest of them, I mean none of these games really matter honestly. Michigan, they're double digit favorite. I just hope they go, they stay focused, they take care of business. They've been doing what they're supposed to do all season. The team has been more resilient than ones in the past. So let's just hope, stay locked in, stay focused. They go ahead, take care of business, win the Big Ten, and make the playoff. Because they're unless Georgia loses, they're probably going to be number two or three anyway, which is which is fine. No big yeah. deal there. So, um, which we could match up with Cincinnati if they win, but I just don't know, man. It seems like the committee they had Cincinnati at number four. It seems like they just keep giving themselves an out to to keep uh, Cincinnati out of the playoff. It seems like they give themselves options. Like if Oklahoma State wins, are they going to leave Oklahoma State out? With Oklahoma State has um, what no losses. I mean, they have lost, but they'll have beaten Baylor. They have beaten Baylor, which is a top ten team. Oklahoma was a top ten team. They've won like two other top ten games this season. So they leave them out after they've, um, you know, had those had a, such a good resume. And I don't think so, which means the odd team out would be Cincinnati. But I mean, if if, if Alabama loses, you know, it's good for Cincy because then Alabama won't get in. But if Alabama right. wins, it's not good for Cincy. But if Alabama loses. Georgia wins. Cincy will probably get in and Oklahoma State will get in should they win. But then there's the wild card in Notre Dame, which brings us to, um, well, before I get to that, any other, I mean, these games don't, the of these games is nothing, but any other thoughts on these other conference championship games? No, nah, no, nah, I mean, I think you're right, bro. I mean, these are, you know, pretty much like, you know, you, you kind of see it going one way aside from Georgia, Alabama. And I mean, depending on who you ask, you know, yeah. that game's going to go one way as well. So, no, nah, I think you were right on. You were right on, bro. Okay, so now to the uh, the what leads me to this question: Notre Dame, they don't have a coach. And this leads to our coaching carousel. Yeah. So with Notre yeah. Dame getting a playoff without a coach, without a coach, because I mean Marcus Freeman is now their new head coach. So I guess they do technically have a coach, but their coach that did have Ryan Kelly, he left for the LSU job. So do you think Notre Dame can get in without a coach? I don't think they should be in at all because their schedule is just not that impressive to be. And I just don't. I'm just not. I know Michigan and Notre Dame have a traditional rivalry. I'm just not a big Notre Dame fan. I don't think they're full of shit, but uh, 
Nah. The schedule's not that great. And I don't think they should get into the playoff. And then, go ahead. All right, go ahead. I don't want to keep talking. Go ahead. No, no, I feel you. I was just going to say, no, I feel you. I'm not a a Notre Dame fan. I I feel like they're all fluff, too. You know what I'm saying? They get in there if they want to. They're going to, I think, get embarrassed. (laughs) And, I mean, let's look at their schedule. Let's look at what they play. They play Florida State, trash, and they barely won that game. They were up and blew it. So, Florida State... I mean, well, they almost blew it. Florida State trash. Toledo, that's a MAC team. Yes. Purdue, yep. Purdue's solid, but come on now. Uh, Notre, they beat Wisconsin. Wisconsin sucks, and at that, they're actually they've gotten better, but that, at that time they were a mess, and that was a neutral site game. They lost to Cincy, beat Virginia Tech by three, beat UC, USC, beat North Carolina, okay, beat Navy, beat Virginia, beat Georgia Tech. So they haven't really played anybody. So I don't even think their resume okay. allows for them to even be at that spot. Nah, not at all, bro. I, I definitely agree. Like, <laughs> they should not get in at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's the case, you might as well have let uh, what's another team out there that's uh, pretty solid but just doesn't really play much of much of anyone. Um, UTSA. <laughs> I guess you might as well. Or, or is, isn't that the initials? Uh, San Antonio. That team yeah. in San Antonio. Yep, the road runners. <laughs> yeah, let the road runners in. Roll run <laughs> scooter, yeah. <laughs> roll runners, boy. I would love to play with them. Oh, they got their big day to roll runners. <laughs> what my captions would go crazy. <laughs> no, I'm roll running. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Meet meet head ass. Oh, my, scoot out on the ass. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yo, you crazy dog. Oh man, you stupid. <laughs> I forgot about yeah that road runner boy. Yeah, nah, but I mean, look, you might as well put them in there, man. They only got one loss. Shoot, they don't. Play, they don't play nobody, and that's very impressive for them to be. Uh, what? What is their record now? Like 11 and 1? Yep. They got the conversation this weekend. So, yeah. Yes, sir. So. And actually, they, they right. might they might be able to sneak in. Well, let me look at the rankings. I would say they might be able to sneak into it. I don't think they will. So, they might be able to sneak into a um a, 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 a New Year's Six Bowl. Only just because, um but they lost. I don't think they're still ranked. But if they were if they had won and since he made the playoff, I wonder if they would have got them the highest group of five. To make a bowl, um, yeah, you you got a point. You definitely got a point. But they're still good. I mean, they're eleven. They're eleven and zero. Eleven and one. So they're still good. At, um, you know, a pretty good bowl game. To yeah, eleven and one. But that bring that all back to the point of um, Notre Dame now. Marcus Freeman is their head coach because Brian Kelly left for LSU. Um, Oklahoma lost their rivalry game to Bedlam, and then look where their coach went uh, to USC, and now he's a uh, fight on. You are a Trojan fan, so. Yeah. I know you were probably excited about that. He's been able to flip some good recruits out there early. So he may be able to take over and, and run the Pac-12 and, 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 you know, bring um, USC back to prominence and it was once was under Pete Carroll. Um, also, Florida, Florida's spot was open. This field by Billy Napier, who was the um, Louisiana, Louisiana Raging Cajun head coach. So I thought he was yeah. actually going to LSU. He ends up at Florida. Um, and then that's Oklahoma. But Bob Stoops is going to coach Oklahoma for the time being. And with Notre Dame now open, um, Marcus Freeman is now defensive coordinator 
and one of the, you know, hot assistants in the, in the country. He will take over for Notre Dame. Their offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, is staying. So those are the big vacancies, man, and those they, they're pretty much filled right now. Um, so I guess, I mean, this has just been a crazy few days. I guess what are kind of your thoughts on it and just we haven't seen this in college football for a long time. And, I mean, these guys have gotten big contracts too. I mean, That's what I'm saying. Details, but big contracts. Yeah, when you start talking about PJs and real estate and shit like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, look. You know, it's what makes college football arguably the best sport to watch, you know what I'm saying, in in the land. Um, They just added another piece of excitement. Like you said, we've never really seen anything like this, if at all. Mm -hmm. So with them adding this to the puzzle of excitement, like, I I expect nothing less now from, from college football. You know, it's it's a great time because now you give other other schools, but not really other schools, because these coaches are still going to like notable programs like right. USC, Florida, LSU, Notre Dame, things like that. But USC hasn't been popping in a while. I've we, I've been on Shit. this struggle bus for a long goddamn time. Florida, <laughs> the 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 league is always college football is always better when certain teams are good. Mm-hmm. Florida is one of those teams. Mm-hmm. USC is one of those, or you know, is is one of those teams as well. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing how this, amp, you know, pretty much ramps up things for for the college football, uh, for college football, and just seeing how it all plays out, man. All I know is Lincoln Riley got got enough uh, bread to feed the block. <laughs> hey, that man can feed the whole damn community. It's that rumored to be around five years, one ten. Now, this is what else came out. So, now this is, I think this has been confirmed, but basically he gets a, a, a unlimited use of a private jet 24-7. So, his, his family can get use a private jet whenever they want. Um, he, They bought him a $6 million home in LA. And then they bought him a, uh, they bought his house in Norman for over the asking price. Like, guys, I mean, damn. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what, though? I would have loved, and I mean, you know, it, he deserves it, right? I mean, he, he's he's been hella accomplished at Oklahoma with the things he's done with that program. But I would love to see like a black head coach. I mean, you know, a black head coach get that same treatment, bro. And I mean, like I said, rightfully so, Lincoln Riley deserve it because there's no black head coach and shit. Really, no, uh, like head coach that has, um, you know, had that much success outside of the Sabins, um, and and the Davo Sweeney. So I don't expect, expect a black head coach to get that treatment right now, but well, I would love it. I would love it. Mel Tucker just got a 10-year, $95 million deal from Michigan State. Uh, so, I mean, that's not – I mean, it's he not – no He ain't getting no damn private jet. He, he ain't uh, – man, it ain't. No, he ain't getting the private jet. But, I mean, he's the highest-paid black coach in sports, like all the sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just, that is – that is that, And that's something. Like, that's something to say that he, he has – Dang, good catch. That is something to say that he made that. Um, you know, so you know, probably, that is valid. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. There ain't no private jet and all that other stuff. So you're right. You're right about that. But um one day, man. One day, one day, one day. We can hope. <laughs> but um, I guess which team do you think benefits the most from these hires? And which team do you think may this this hire may kind of backfire on them? I mean <sighs> It's kind of obvious or cliche if you want to say this, but I think the team that's going to benefit the most is um, 
Well, let me not say who's going to benefit the most because it, it really is a, a toss-up between USC and LSU. Obviously, USC has a better chance to succeed because the conference is weak. And with that being the case, you bring a guy in like Lincoln Riley, like you said, is flipping recruits early. A lot of people are going to want to go to California and play ball. It's nice weather, damn near year-round. So that's that's one thing. Um, and like I said, the conference isn't as strong as the SEC. LSU has an opportunity because you bring in an established coach as well, um, uh, Brian Kelly. And, you know, he, he could possibly bring some recruits as well. The only downfall or the bad thing about that is he's in the SEC. So not only is competition obviously harder, but it's also going to be harder to still recruits and make them want to come to LSU as opposed to UGA or a, uh, Alabama. Um, so I think it's a toss up. The, the, the team or the organization or program, whatever, that probably is going to be hurt the most is Oklahoma. Once again, you going into the SEC thinking you had a coach that was <laughs> going to bring hella recruits and build, you know, build the program up even more in a tougher conference. And that's simply not the case because he's gone. So now you got to bring in a, a, a coach with probably not as great of a resume, I'm almost certain, as Lincoln Riley. Probably is not as attractive, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now you're really going to stink it up in the SEC because of competition and you don't got the coach or the recruits now. So I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's wild. What you think, though? Um, so for me, I, I'm going to go with USC. I think USC will um, be the team to benefit the most just because the Pac-12 is the weakest conference. I think that there's no one that – USC has been down since, what, 20 – Man, like 20 – Early 2000s. Yeah, like probably even before – yeah. 2000s, yeah, like since Reggie Bush. I mean, they've pretty much been down. So to see – and no one's really – I mean, Oregon had their, their shine. But no, they just haven't can, can you know sustained a dom. Once Chip Kelly, Kelly left, it has been okay. Mario Cristobal has been solid. Mark Mark Helfrich, she went to a um, college football championship with Marcus Mariota. But even they haven't, I mean, they haven't been back since. They, they haven't really been able to do much since then. So, um, I think that USC can come back and remain and come back dominant and, and take over and run and run the Pac-12 and. He can make it to a a um football playoff for sure. Yeah. Look back to it multiple years in a row. I think he's he's a good coach. I think his he ran his course to Oklahoma. I I don't think he could take them any further. They've actually been on a decline the past few years. And 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 to be honest with you, his best years were with Bob Stoops teams. Let's be honest. Yeah. The Baker team has a Bob Stoops team. So now he got to go out there and prove that he can recruit and coach and coach up a team to make the playoff and, and, and compete in the playoff out there at USC. Team I think is going to suffer the most, I think it's going to be – I think it's twofold. I think Notre Dame. So Marcus Freeman is, seems like one hell of a recruiter, I mean, and one hell of a coordinator. But it's the difference between a head coach. And we're going to see if he can be a head coach because it's not like he's – you know, he went to a group of five school, got experience, learned how to run a program. He's learning how to run a program – at Notre Dame. And I want to see, you know, I don't I don't like Notre Dame, but obviously you want to see a black coach do well. You don't want to see him fail. So I'm not saying that. But just looking at it, with him not having any head coaching experience to take over Notre Dame is a lot. And he could be overwhelmed. 
Now he may get him a, an assistant in there that kind of helps him out and, and you know takes the reins. And we've seen coaches in other sports, coaches in this sport, have the first time gig and do be successful. But he got to surround himself with some experienced head coaches there that know how to run a program, know what they're doing. Because having this be Notre Dame, like this, they're number six in the country. They're one of the top five brands in the country. You hear Notre yeah. Dame, you automatically Notre Dame football. You know, so you got just got to be careful. And I think LSU. I just don't know if Brian Kelly is you hear people talk about and say he's not a good guy i mean i I, I hope that's true because if he's gonna succeed at lsu he gotta be getting he gotta get dirty get down in the mud you know it's it's grimy down there man you gotta you gotta be dirty to survive down there at them schools you see coach oh he won a national championship now he's in a hot seat because he has some stuff going on and then they did losing so that's another thing about lsu is are they gonna give brian kelly time I mean, there's there's talent in Louisiana. You know, he can fill his whole team pretty much there in the surrounding states. But are they gonna give him time, and is he gonna be able to be saving? That's that's the big question. So um, we'll see how he does with that. So I think those two teams will probably be the ones that suffer the most. When you look at Florida, I mean, Florida they won the East last year, but they ain't really done shit really in the past decade. So uh, they, they might just be the same. Honestly. Yeah. So I didn't downgrade. You know. Yeah, no, you definitely got a point. Um, the SEC is going to be interesting, um, you know, to keep an eye on. And like you said, I, Oregon, they had their chances to really run away and possibly, you know, get inside of the uh, championship with the rest of the, the conference really stinking it up. So we'll see. But uh, I think USC is is here to shine now. Yeah, I know you happy about that. Hell yeah. <laughs> shit, Hell <he's> yeah. That <laughs> was happy shit. We ain't done nothing in I don't know how long. Michigan finally beat Ohio State. I'm just got to take care of business and beat Iowa, and then we'll have a Big Ten and see what happens. Well, you know what? I lost some money one time being against Iowa. Uh, in the, in the, it was like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I was betting on, uh, on this website, and uh, – Pretty much Iowa is playing a team that they should have probably lost to. Man, those white boys out there, man, they get to it. They do. I, I ain't going to lie. They tough now. You fuck around if you want to. Yeah, they tough. That's what I'm saying. They got to they gotta lock in and stay focused. I don't they think always, – They always seem to end up putting together a good season, yo, and end up being ranked. They just Kirk one of those teams, bro. Kirk Ferentz. I don't know what it is about Kirk Ferentz. Man. He always he always find a way. Kirk Ferentz always, always find a way. But – um. No, nah, I mean, Iowa's there, okay, man. They just can't score. They can't move the football. They just can't score. So, hopefully, uh, Michigan is in their favor just to take care of business, man, pound the rock. They they, they got a good-ass running back, though. Oh, Iowa? And he's from Suwannee, Suwannee, Georgia. Iowa? Yep, Tyler Goodson. He got over 1,000 yards rushing, and he got six tuds, but a lot of attempts, a lot of carries just to be yeah. where he's at. I'm not going to lie, but the fact that, you know, they – they got him running consistently, and uh, he's averaging four and a half, damn near five yards of carry. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to know they're going to want to run y'all run y'all down. You know what I'm saying? They're going to try with shit. They're going to see. So uh, you said they're going to see. <laughs> no, nah, I think Michigan should win, but um, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. They ain't taking them lightly. So, and then last scene, college football, Georgia State. G-State. You uh, know making a bowl game for the third straight year, man. Shout out to the Panthers. They started off one and four. It was rough. I mean, we was in a group chat talking like, this team is not good. I mean, you know what? Hold on, hold on. 
Xavier still owes us Chick-fil-A, by the way, because he said it was going to start two and three. So actually, you need to text him. He still owes Chick-fil-A. I ain't He's got mine. Right. You got yours? No, I, I got some Chick-fil-A today, but the damn show went from him. <laughs> I mean, he better pay up, man. I'm about to text him right now. Let me see what he says when he responds. For real, because look, I knew that being that they had such a tough, you know, start to their uh, their season, and um, it was more so, I guess, you know, finding your identity. When you're a team that just isn't guaranteed to blast people year in and year out, at the beginning of the year, you got to kind of, you know, find your, find your stride and, and your identity. And while they were finding their stride, we were finding out that Xavier was going to owe us Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so hopefully he's a man of his word. He, hopefully he listened to this and uh, realizes that, damn, season's now come and gone. I got to get my brother some Chick-fil-A. Yeah, no, I just texted him. I, I mean, yeah, we're going to see what he says. We read his response live because this is this is ridiculous, man. That was in <laughs> week five. It was week 12, week 13. No, but um, seriously, though, happy to see that Georgia State was able to make a bowl game because, um, you know, and they have seven wins. They won seven games again, so second time in school history. Um, and this program's only been around 11 years, so we got to temper expectations a bit. I know we want them to be really good right away, but, I mean, they're building something. They're building consistency, at least, and that's what you want to see. Now I just got to – it's just like they always start bad but finish strong. But when you start bad, you don't never get to build the fans up because – here, you got to be good from day one, and you got to stay good or your fans are going to leave. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, the first game next year, maybe a night game, they'll everyone's going to be excited to go. And they can't get bombed again at home or people won't show up again. So uh, we'll wait to see what bowl game they get. Um, but good job. Hopefully they win this one. They'll be win um, two in a row. They lost in 2019, yeah. but two in a row and uh, three overall. Yep. So. Shout out to the Panthers. All right, man. Over to the NFL. So we, the it's week thirteen now, man. This season's going by so damn fast. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it is. But the playoff picture is starting to um, starting to get tight. Starting to get real. Um, it's going to be where teams separate themselves or where teams knock themselves out for losing. You know, yep. I mean, uh, every, I guess a lot of teams are really still in it by per se. Not really, but. I guess, you know, when you look at the, the graphic, they show that some teams are still in the hunt, but they don't really have a shot at it. But I got the bracket up right here. I'm going to read it out to you real quick. Um, yes, sir. So in the AFC right now, um, the Baltimore, if the, it was season ended today, the Baltimore Ravens, they'd be the number one seed. They have a bye. Number two is the Patriots. Number three is the Titans. Four Chiefs. Five Bengals. Six um, Bills. Seven Chargers. Now there's seven teams this year in the playoffs. So on the bubble in the AFC, you have the Broncos, Raiders, Broncos six and five, Raiders six and five, Colts six and six, Browns six and six, Steelers five five and one. You got the Jets at thirteen. But, I mean the Dolphins at thirteen, but you kind of count them out um, at five and seven. In the NFC, you have the Cardinals nine and two, Packers nine and three, Bucks nine and eight and three, Cowboys seven and four, Rams seven and four, Niners six and five. And then the last spot, you got the Washington football team at five and six. And then on the bubble, you got the Vikings, the uh, Falcons, which that's a joke, and the Saints at five and six. Eagles, uh, five and seven. Panthers, five and seven. So that's pretty much it. Um, I don't really know if those teams down there at 12. Or, I mean, I guess they're technically still in it, but not really. But looking at the picture, man, anything that stick out to you, anything that, you know, kind of think will change? I mean, I think the Patriots are probably <clears> – <throat> 
the Patriots, if, as long as they don't get punched in the mouth and take a really bad loss the rest of the way, I think they could mess around and end up being the number one seed. I mean, who, as much as I hate the Patriots, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing them play a team like the Bucks in the Super Bowl. That would be a hell of a story. Ooh, Brady and, ooh, Brady and Belichick again. And even more so, Brady versus Mac Jones, who's who's playing really well. You know what I mean? Mac like, Jones. Well, I got my thoughts on Mac Jones, but. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, man. I, I think he's he's obviously the best rookie quarterback in the game right now. Um, some would even make the argument that he, he he's like a, a – I mean, look, let me not get ahead of myself and say he's one of the best quarterbacks playing right now this season. But, I mean, the season that he's putting together is pretty damn awesome. Um, but, you know, I think the Patriots end up sneaking into the number one. I think the Cowboys will end up barely winning the division, the NFC East, and um, barely getting into the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the Falcons snuck into the wild card. They have to really get healthy. Obviously, they need a lot of help, but that that's just a surprise pick. That's my surprise pick. The Falcons sneaking in into the wild. The Falcons, card. really? The dirty look, man. In? Look, man. I I don't and look. I don't know what the rest of their schedule necessarily looks like, but the fact that teams like the Saints are going to keep losing, teams like the Panthers are going to drop all the way off. And maybe even a team like the 49ers are probably going to drop off too. Um, those are the guy, those are the teams that's in contention for the wild card. So with that being the case, I think a team like the Falcons that has just enough offensive firepower, I think they could sneak in. Let's see. All right. So they got this week, they got the Bucks. Now they got the Bucks, they got the Panthers, they got the Niners out on the road, they got the Lions, the Bills, and the Saints. So not an easy example. But not. I think it is easy. So, aside from aside from Buffalo, and obviously the and obviously, yeah. I mean, they're gonna lose this Sunday to Tampa Bay. So let's just get that out the way. <clears throat> um, and then they probably are gonna lose five and seven, right? They're five and six now. They're my five and seven. Yeah. So they'll be five and no. They're five. They're five and, and six now. They'll be my five. Yeah. Okay. So they'll be five and seven. Then they'll be six and seven. Then they'll lose to Buffalo. They'll right. That's Buffalo. the third game. No, what are the 49ers? That's no gimme. They're getting healthy. Man, they're gonna they should they should beat the 49ers. They get the 49ers man. getting right. I don't know. This week will tell. This week right, will tell. I, I I don't think it's gimme. I think it's a toss-up. I mean, they gotta go on the road too. Two two candles. Well, not it's not candlestick anymore. They gotta go on the road and win that game. I don't know, man. I, I think they could do it. Depending on if they're healthy enough. Like I said, I think they can do it. Um I, it's not going to be an easy road, but it's 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 a surprise pick. You know what I'm saying? It's a surprise pick. All right, all right. That's no, it's definitely. I didn't expect to hear that, so it's definitely a surprise pick. Okay, all right. We'll see. They're number nine right now, so I mean they're not too far out. So we'll see. But the thing is, they lost to Washington early in the year, so that can be a, they could lose that tiebreaker because they lost that game. So that may that may come back to haunt them. Um, the yeah. fact they were that they lost that game. We'll see. Um, looking at it, so. I'm I just I'm not a huge believer in the Patriots, man. I know they they Mac Jones has been doing his job, and I'm gonna give him credit for that. He just hasn't been anything great. And I just I hate that he's I mean he's been doing his job. He's doing what he's asked to do, and he's doing it you know at a good 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 rate. I just think we should slow down. I don't think he's anything great. 
I don't think he's any, you know, special per se. But he's just doing what he's supposed to do, and he get credit for that. But and they, they, they never really beat anybody, so I, I'm just not, I'm not so yet. I'm not. So I know. I feel you. I definitely feel you. But the fact that he's great in that system is all that matters. Like he don't got to be great overall, but as long as he's great running that system over there. Good. I mean, he's doing what he's supposed to do, and I and credit for that. Credit for doing what he's supposed to do, but mm. I, I don't know. I think there's a difference between doing what you're supposed to do and being great at what you're doing, because he's doing what he's supposed to do, which is taking care of the ball. But he's great at what he's doing because not only is he taking care of the ball, he's also scoring the ball. You know what I'm saying? He's throwing touchdowns. He's he's winning games. You know what I mean? So. That's my opinion on the whole Mac Jones situation. I'm not going to get ahead of myself and say, like I said, he's one of the best uh, quarterbacks in the league right now. But I, I think he, he can lead a team to the playoffs and possibly win a game, couple, maybe a game, depending on who they, you know, who they match up against. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not. So, we'll see. They got Buffalo coming up. I think that'll be the real litmus test for him because they played the Titans, but Titans were banged up. No Derrick Henry. They beat the Falcons. Falcons aren't very good. They beat the Browns. The Browns stink. Um, they got squeaked out one against the Chargers. The Chargers, you know, they're okay. So I think the litmus test for them, they got to play the, the Bills twice. That's going to really show us a lot about them. They got to play the Colts. That's going to show us a lot about them too. So we'll see, you know, how good they really are um, when it comes down the stretch, you know. So not trying to hate them. I just, I'm just not sold on them yet. Um, surprising that the Baltimore somehow finding a way to, to be at the top of the AFC. With, I mean, they, all the injuries they have. So, shout out to them. And Lamar Jackson didn't play great last week, but they were able to get out a win. He's going to have to pass a lot better though in the playoffs and be more consistent then. I'm looking yeah. at the AFC, NFC real quick, and then we'll move on. Uh, this It's going to be a tight race between the Cardinals and the Packers for the number one seat. You know, and the, the Packers have that tiebreaker having beaten the Cardinals head to head. And you look at their number, um, number five right there in the wild card spot. Oh, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams in a wild card, really? I mean, they, they I mean, they brought Lord Jesus, Savior, Christ, uh, <laughs> Matthew Stafford over from the Lions. You know, got got a damsel in distress in, in Detroit. You know, he couldn't <laughs> do shit in Detroit. They didn't have nothing. Stafford was he just such a damn? You know, he poor Stafford. They didn't have anybody. All right, now he goes out to L.A. He looks good. I'm telling you, they're front runners. He looked good, beating all the bad teams. All right, they beat Tampa. I give them that. They beat Tampa, but was they lost to Arizona? Look bad. Threw, lost to the Titans. Look bad. Threw a pick six yeah. in that game. Just lost last week, and they they lost to the Titans. They lost to the 49ers, and they lost to the Packers. Those respectable, te- those respectable teams, though. Yes, three. But I'm saying he didn't play well in those games. He didn't play well. No, nah, he hasn't. Three straight pick sixes. But I gotta listen to everybody tell me about oh now it's now it's the injuries. Like stop making excuses for this man. He's just a front runner. But you know what? It's okay. We're gonna let it play out. They're gonna play <laughs> Jacksonville this week. Then they gotta play, um, they gotta play 49ers again. They gotta play Arizona again. We're gonna see how he plays in them games. And when you don't yeah. play well, I don't wanna hear no more excuses. If they end up, you know, as a wild card team, they didn't they didn't trade for Matthew Stafford, they didn't get Odell Beckham. They didn't trade for Von Miller to be a wild card team. They won't did it to win that division. So now you're gonna tell yeah. me he had to go on the road to a playoff game, something he's never done before. All right. This here's here's the thing. I, I I mean, yeah, they definitely didn't sign those guys to you know being a wild card, but 
as long as they get in the playoffs and they get to the Super Bowl and win, which I don't think oh, I is agree. necessarily going to happen, but, you know, you got to give them credit for, well, I ain't going to lie, nah. Forget all that, because they was doing better. They, were, they weren't just in the wild card before they made those moves, <laughs> and yeah. now they're in the wild card. So, yeah, nah, I take back what I said. But they I definitely... I use that example to say that if they don't win, like if they if they go to the Super Bowl through the wild card and they win, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? But I say that to say they didn't get him to go to be a wild card team and then have to scrap and get through. They got him to be the winner division, get up by a week and play at home. Then to get him to play on the road, they have to fight through it. And then you lose, you didn't win a division. So you did all this, and you didn't win your division. You lost your wild card team. Right. So, but we'll see, man. We'll see definitely. Definitely get into it. All right, the MVP race is uh heating heating away. Um, Jonathan Taylor is he running away with it, man? That dude has been putting up insane numbers lately. He's been on a tear, a man possessed. Um, I mean, it was Kyler Murray's award? He got hurt. He hasn't played as much. It was Stafford's award. He started playing like shit, throwing three straight pick sixes. Josh Allen hasn't been great. Patrick Mahomes hasn't been great. So, I mean, will we see a running back win the award this year? I mean, it's, it's very possible. It just depends on if Patrick Mahomes ends up having, you know, pretty much a, a magical finish to the season. Um, and who knows, even, I hate to say it, even Dak Prescott, you know what I'm saying? Like, if he can somehow, which I don't really see it happening, but if he can somehow uh, start playing at a high level like he once was earlier in the season, mm-hmm. he might be able to sneak in there too. But, I mean... Aaron Rodgers is also somebody you look at. I mean, that boy, he been he been busting ass. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers has definitely been showing that he's still at the top right now. So I don't know. It's not going easy. It's not going to be easy for Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, besides the fact that he's a running back, but um, it's not going to be easy for him because you know, as long as you got some quarterbacks playing at a high level, they're always going to get you know consideration over a running back. So I got the odds here for certain. This is from a certain sports book. So the odds right here, Brady is the top at uh, plus two, 250. Then you got Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray. Uh, so no Jonathan Taylor up there at the top. So I guess he's still kind of a long shot at the moment. I guess Brady, hmm, I don't know, man. I just normally by this time you have a guy that's just been, you know, out front. This is like kind of a – at least you maybe have two guys that, that battle in the back and forth. I just haven't seen – you know, just consistent great performances all around from guys this year that just stick out to me as should be MVP. Yeah. Now, I I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I mean, look, I'm rooting for Jonathan Taylor to do it because he's like, man, everything you want in a player, dude. If you're like a a owner, manager, coach, Mm -hmm. man, get his business done on the field and you don't hear nothing about him off the field. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, damn, like, it's very hard. And he's a black man. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to find black. And I don't even know. Now he's becoming a star. But before he wasn't a star in the league. Right. Um, it's only his second but, year. Yeah, only his, you feel me? So it's only his second year. So, but it's very rare, man, that you find a, a black star, you know, that gets the job done on the field and is quiet off the field. I'm rooting for him. I hope he get it. Yeah. I do, too. I mean, this team wouldn't be good without him. They're not great as it is. Carson Wentz has started to play a little bit better, but, I mean, he dominated the Bills. What do you have, like five touchdowns in that game? 
Yeah. So, I mean, looking at it, if it wasn't for him, his team wouldn't be very good. So I, I think he definitely deserves it. He definitely should be in the running for it. So I hope, I hope he does win it. Um, at least, you know, is in consideration for it, strong consideration for it. So we shall see on that one. Um, we kind of went to, I was going to do stock up, stop, stock down real quick. So we can just run through it real quick. Just give me um, stock up or down uh, bills. What you think? Um, or can we say the stock hasn't changed? Or you can say it. hold. You can hold too. Yeah, I think it's hold right now. I don't think they really have uh, increased their stock that much. Um, they're playing pretty steady. You know, they're doing what they've been doing all year. So, hold. All right. What about the Chiefs? Uh, stock up slightly. Nothing too significant, but uh, yeah, they 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 raised their stock a little bit. Oh yeah, I agree. I think they're definitely stock up on that one. The Titans, uh, stock down, stock down. Um, it's apparent that without Derrick Henry, their stock isn't high. So definitely took a tumble. Yeah, I agree. I think okay, without Derrick Henry and AJ Brown's been hurt, you know, I was Jones always damn injured. So yeah, it's it's not a good year for that team. And they, and they were playing so well before Derrick Henry got hurt. I mean, they beat the Rams, they beat the Chiefs. I mean, they were right riding high, but. Injuries, man, they can kill you. So maybe they can get healthy towards the end of the season, but I don't know, man. Definitely um, not what you want to see from them. Uh, I... Cowboys? Um, I'm a, uh, Well, it, it's not even a debate. Stock down. You know, they've been losing games uh, that they were winning early on. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, you know, their stock is, is, is dropping rather quickly. Even even their percentage of winning the NFC East is dropping. So, yeah, all the way around, stock down. Okay, stock down on them. And any other team you kind of think of right now? Um, you know, quiet is kept. Oakland, right? I, mean, I said Oakland. Las Vegas, you know, the Raiders, they, their stock has been rising ever since all of the, you know, turmoil and, and, and adversity um, they've been facing as a franchise with the craziness going on. They've been winning, you know, since that the Henry Henry Rugg situation. You know, I'm just say it. They've been actually playing better. <laughs> like that should that should inspire them. Like, you know, they they oh. got their foot on the pedal. Let me stop. But uh, oh man, I know too soon. <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna say stock up on them. Um. There's another team out there whose stock is slowly rising, and that's also the uh, Washington football team. They found their way into competing now for the NFC East, so their stock is rising slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, those are a couple of teams that I've been keeping my eye on, so to speak, in terms of, uh, you know, what they're doing in the league right now. Yeah, no, no doubt. The um... – yeah, and so what's crazy was after the Gruden thing, after the Ramy Rugs thing, they actually won a few games and they they then they lost a few. They lost to the Raiders, they lost to the Giants, lost to the Chiefs, lost to the Bengals, but then they rebounded, getting a big win on uh, Thanksgiving to beat the to beat the Cowboys in overtime. Now yeah. they have the football team coming this week, which is in a big game for both teams. Both teams are fighting for a playoff spot, so it's going to be a huge one. Um, so yeah, I agree with that stock up for this week at least. Um, with them being able to get the win last week on the road. All right, man, that's it. Let's get into some NBA real quick. All right, so uh, over to the over to the hardwood. The season's it's been about what I guess a month, 
in yeah a little bit over a month in maybe about a month and a half at this point um so it's got some teams that have i mean you got the warriors they're they've only lost three games this season like 16 and three i think you got the phoenix suns also the same record because they just beat the warriors the other day now they're riding a 17 game win streak they're tied the longest win streak in franchise history yeah with 17 games can they beat the warriors tomorrow they will now um break it with 18 straight wins so i mean that's impressive dude doing that many games in a row but um i guess it's kind of what do you think of the of the, of the season so far things that stand out you know any teams that are disappointed teams that surprise yeah i mean no nah, it's been a hell of a nba season so far um team that surprised me is honestly in the in the east anyways is uh is washington and then in the west um I like the way Utah is playing. I didn't think Utah was going to, you know, uh, really be able to keep up with with the uh, the way the West is going, you know, with Phoenix and obviously Golden State and L.A. Lakers trying to bolster uh, their chances. Um, but, you know, Utah has been trying to keep up. I'm ultra surprised, though, with Phoenix. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think they were going to be able to keep up the success that they've, uh, you know, had. Um, or that they had rather last year. So I'm really surprised with them on the good side. On the bad side, I'm surprised with uh, the Lakers in the West. You know, I didn't think they were going to, you know, I guess suffer these challenges like this. I honestly thought they were going to be a team to come out the gate, uh, especially with all that experience and and get it clicking, you know, uh, a little more than they have. as far as the East, a team I'm surprised with, Miami hasn't hasn't Miami. They they they're they're obviously still in a good place, but I thought Miami was gonna be like a top three team in the East by now. I think they're like maybe number four, number five, um, and also Philly. I'm really I'm surprised that Philly, you know, is 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 out of playoff contention right now. If the playoffs were to start, they would not be in the playoffs. So. I mean, only reason why I'm surprised is because they still obviously have Tobias Harris and they still got, you know, a couple other pieces that's been in the system. So I thought they would at least be in the play in right now. I mean, damn, you thought you 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 thought they would be out of the playoffs altogether right now. I guess I couldn't say that, but I'm not surprised they are low in the Eastern Conference. I mean, 11 is all right. I'm surprised they're 11, but I thought they would have been maybe towards the bottom, seven or eight. And the only reason I say that is because Embiid was out for a little bit with COVID. Obviously, Ben Simmons hasn't been around. And they've been able to play good. Tyrese Maxey has actually, you know, stepped up. Steph Curry stepped up a few times this season. But out Embiid, their star guy, you know, not not all, not all that surprising. Um, looking at the East, uh, the Knicks started off pretty well. And they kind of fell off. They're 11 and 10 right now. They're outside of the playoff looking in. The Hornets, they started off well, too. Kind of fell off not on the outside looking in at the number nine seat. The Hawks, who everyone expected to take the next jump. They started off slow. They started to pick it up a little bit. They're they're 12 and 10. Um the Cavs are 12 and 12 and 10 as well at the sixth seat, which is really surprised me. They went from a bottom team to a team that's you know closer to the top now. And then, like you said before, you know, the Wizards, I mean, that's they've been the one surprise. The fact that they're still they started off hot. They're still number two in the East right now at 14 and 8. That surprised the hell out of me. Even more yeah. surprising though is that the Nets are still 
at the top 15 and six. So that's where it seems like every time I pay attention to a next Nets game, they're like losing, but they're still 15 and six. So they find a way to win games. You know, they're, they're doing it, doing it, but, um, and the Bulls, man, they had some additions. I just, I didn't, I didn't think they would be, I just didn't think they would be, um, and that's still a long way to go, obviously, but I, just, I didn't think they would be. I thought it would be maybe like a six, seventeen, not a fourteen so far, but still a long way to go, so that could change. So, yeah. Um, as far as the Western Conference goes, I mean, the Warriors did not expect to see eighteen and three, dude. I mean, I thought they would be, you know, better than they were last year, but damn, Steph Curry's been on the tear this year. You know, it's been a really good. The Suns, I was questioning whether they can keep it up, whether they can, you know get to the finals last year, but would they pick it up? And the Lakers have been a disappointment, if you ask me. Um, Brian Lowe manages every damn week and a half. Anthony Davis, he Lowe manages every week and a half. You got Russ out there running around. I didn't expect a lot from them. I guess I just expected they look a little bit better than they did. But I guess I can't be surprised it looked so bad because I didn't think this can work with Russell Westbrook. I thought the only way it could work is LeBron's a damn... LeBron turns his point guards into spot-up shooters, and Russell's not a spot-up shooter. So I'm thinking that maybe, you know, he becomes a slasher. But and, and it could work out. It just hasn't so far. I don't think it will. But, damn, LeBron never played enough to get a rhythm and cohesion going. So I don't see how they ever get anything going. No, nah, I mean, that's definitely valid. I, I definitely agree. Um, you know, probably the one of the bigger surprises in the league altogether. So, uh, yeah, man, it, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, the rest of the season. Obviously, it's still early. Uh, but once you start getting into, you know, like February, you know, shit like that, you, you start to really look at who's really going to solidify their, their places in the league um, and who's going to, you know, fall all the way off. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, is Kawhi Leonard ever going to come back? Maybe not. Um, Man, I, I have no idea, bro. I, I honestly, damn, that, yo. I really forgot about him for real, man. I, I, damn, you ain't lying. It's been a minute since we've seen him. But like, damn, he 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 let Clay beat him back, and Clay dealt with two injuries. Yeah, so he had a um, surgery on his ACL in the offseason, but there's no timetable for his return. So Lord, I mean, who knows if he even comes back this season? Who knows when he comes back? Speaking of Clay, he's gonna make his debut at some point this month. He was with the G League team. Um, he's gonna get some run with the G Leaguers. To kind of get back in shape. So we'll see, man. Hopefully Clay um comes back right, man. I mean, they if he comes back at 75%, they're even more dangerous than they were before. So it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. Fun to watch. All right, man. If the season ended today, who would be your MVP? Um, I would have to say Steph. I mean, definitely Steph. You know what I mean? He's he's led the Warriors to unbelievable like record right now given you know they this is the second consecutive year without clay thompson essentially mm-hmm. you would have thought the league would have been able to find an adjustment for him being that clay is still out but i mean he's done a phenomenal job obviously andrew wiggins has played his role better this year mm-hmm. um but ultimately it's just been the stephen curry show so i would have to give it to him and if I had to pick someone outside of Steph, um, uh, can you give a team an MVP? Because the Phoenix Suns are just doing a collective. <laughs> I mean, granted, I- I'll say this. Granted, 
if Steph, I mean, not Steph, but if uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker aren't having a good game, they are more likely to lose as opposed to, you know, if if uh, one of the other is clicking. So I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. It, it's really tough to call. But if I had one, because there's only one MVP award. There's no co-MVPs. Mm-hmm. I would have to just say Steph. Okay, yeah, I'm going step two. Especially to 18 and three, and they've just been on fire. But you know what? This is number two, KD, because that dude has been – he's been balling this season, man. KD's been playing really good basketball. He's shooting an incredible – or he was at least at one point, shooting an incredible percentage from two-point range. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. So, I mean, if I, I would probably go step one and then KD two, but that's where I would go with that. I mean – Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's, that's definitely valid. Um, you know – KD has definitely been uh, balling this year, for sure. No doubt about it. Um, yeah, I mean, a dude shooting, he's averaging 28 a game, um, 53% from the field, 38 from three, 86 from the free throw line. I mean, the dude is just unbelievable. He continues to get better and better. Um, so, yeah, at one point he was like 70. He's like, but still... Shooting 60% from two, he's 58%. 68% from two. Dude, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and that's on 12, pretty much 12 attempts a game. So, shout out to KD for, you know, still putting in work at, you know, throughout the injuries and all the, all the mess that he has to go through. So, shout out to him. Dude, dude, he's a weirdo off the court, but the dude just sure can't hoop, so. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. All right, man, anything else? We're going to do a picks real quick. Nah, man, I think we we ran through a lot of good stuff, man. Um, yeah, we, we definitely ran through a lot of good stuff. Yes, sir. All right, let's get to the picks. And then I do got one uh, non-sports for you. It's going to be pretty funny. We'll see what you think about <laughs> that. Uh, but first off, we have, as we mentioned earlier, it is college football weekend. It's championship weekend in college football. With that being said, let's get into it. All right, first up on the docket, the game on Friday night, the Pac-12 championship between the Oregon Ducks and the Utah Utes, who you got in that one? I'm gonna go Oregon. I think I think Oregon will end the season on a on a high note. Um, obviously, they'll still play in the bowl game, but I think uh, I think they could beat this team. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Oregon only because Utah beat them pretty bad a few weeks ago. I think Oregon may want to rebound a bit, so um, I'm gonna go with Oregon in this one just just the factor that they lost so. They lost earlier in the year, and they don't want to do that again. And they want to play in the Rose Bowl to end up with a respectable season. So, give me the Ducks in that one. All right, the Big 12 championship game between the Baylor Bears, Sikkim, and the uh, Oklahoma State uh, Cowboys. Pistol Pete, who you got in this one? I'm going with Pistol Pete. I'm going with Oklahoma State. I think they're actually a damn good team this year, obviously. I mean, their record shows it. So, yeah, I'm going to go Oklahoma State. Yeah, I'm going to go with Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm 40. (laughs) I'm going to go with Mike Gundy. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Gundy and Pistol Feet to win that one. Game number three, the Sun Belt, the Fun Belt Championship game between the App State Mountaineers and the Louisiana Raging Cages. Now, the Raging Cages lost to coach Billy Napier to Florida. So, um, I'm not, I don't think it'll be coaching this game. But who you got in this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with App State. You know, App State good for a big old upset. Um, I know Louisiana is ranked. Like you said, they, they don't have their coach. App State is a good team. Uh, they have their coach, so yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with App State. Yeah, give me the Mountaineers. I think, um, like I said, I mean they're a tough physical team. 
They always run the damn ball hard. It's just, God, they just good. So give me the App State Mountaineers. Um, yeah, they're going to win this game. All right, game number four. We have the Houston Cougars in the, well, I guess, I mean, this is one probably want to be the last time they're going to play in the American because both teams are going over to the Big 12 in a few years. So this will be probably the last time we see these teams or maybe one of the last times we see these teams match up for the American Championship. So the Houston Cougars and the Cincinnati Bearcats, where are you going with this one? I don't know Cincinnati. I like Cincinnati. I think uh, I think they probably get beat up in the, College football playoffs, but I think I think they'll hold their own against uh against Houston, of course. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough one. No, no gimme, but I do think they'll beat Houston. I think that um they're gonna I mean they're gonna give it their best shot to get into the playoff. Whether they get in or not, you know, we'll see what the committee does, but they're gonna give it their best shot. So we'll see what they can do. I'm going with uh the Bearcats as well. I think they're gonna win out. They're gonna try everything they can to get into the playoff. Whether they do or not is a different story. All right, the Wolverines. In the Big Ten Championship for the first time. They're looking to win their first Big Ten since 2004. I was, damn, like, I don't even know how old I was. Seven years old? Six years <laughs> old? Then. So it's been a long time. I'm 24 now. So it's been a long time since they won the Big Ten. Uh, Going to be a uh, party up there in Indianapolis. They got the Iowa Hawkeyes. Who you got in this one? I want to say Michigan because, I mean, you know, they're just the more talented. Uh, they are just overall a better team. But like I said, Iowa has stunned me before, so I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Iowa just That's for crazy, just for the excitement. I'm gonna go with Iowa. You never know what could happen, man. No, you don't. But I know what's gonna happen. Go blue. <laughs> we are gonna whip that ass up and down the field. That's what we gonna do. We gonna take care of business. We gonna win the Big Ten. Go to the college football playoff. No, it's gonna be. It's, it's not gonna be. You know, I think Michigan gonna handle themselves. They gonna. I mean, they've been a good team all year. Even when they lost to Michigan State, they lost by four points. They were in it, winning that game. They, you know, they bludgeoned Ohio State on the ground. You know, they, they broke their will. I just think this team is good. They're ready to lock in their focus. They're playing good football. Only thing that worries me a little bit, because all season we've been kind of flying under the radar. We've just been doing, taking care of business. Now we finally get a little bit of hype. You know, Michigan gets some hype. They can lose. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? But I think this team is different. They look more focused. They look tough. That's why I'm going to pick the Wolverines in this one. All right, the game of the week, the one that we all want to see, we have the Georgia Bulldogs and the Alabama Crimson Tide for the SEC Championship. Who you got in this one? I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Alabama. See, I'm picking two surprise picks. Oh, wow. I'm going to go Alabama because it's Georgia, man. And Alabama, they found they showed you that they can find a way to win against Auburn, in the game against Auburn. No matter how long it took, no matter yeah, how yeah. many quarters it took, yeah, you know they they showed that they could find a way to win with their back like straight up against the wall. So I think they're I think they got their little scare out the way. They're battle tested officially now, um, and I think yeah, I think they'll um, I think they will go ahead and uh, win that game. <laughs> it's gonna be a heartbreaker. <laughs> I mean, not really for Georgia because they'll still make the playoff. It'll be a heartbreak for Cincinnati. Shit. Well, if Georgia, if Alabama wins Cincinnati, they're going to start crying. They'll be crying in the club because they couldn't get in. Um, but with that being said, I picked the dogs earlier in the season. They didn't burn me. I'm going to pick them again. I just think that the dogs defensively, they're going to do enough. I think this team, you know, like I said about Michigan, but I just something about, I know Georgia hasn't been tested. I think this team seems a little bit different mentally. You know, they're a lot tougher, mentally tough. 
than they have been in the past, and this is going to prove it. But I'm I'm going to go with the dog in this one. They got to get it, though. I mean, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a fight. Alabama will give them everything they got. But I think Georgia just got a little bit too much this year. Um, I think the lack of a run game is going to hurt Alabama. I think, yeah, I think, in their, I think a lack of a run game is going to hurt Alabama this week. I just think it's going to be pivotal moments where they got to run the ball and they're not going to be able to, and then it's going to kind of shift the game. But this is also a game where we see if Stetson Bennett is the guy to get the job done for the Bulldogs. So we're going to learn a lot in this game. All right, real quick bonus before we get to the NFL. Give me your um, the your four college football playoff teams. I'm going to go UGA. Um, I'm going to go – damn, I guess it would kind of go against my pick if I uh, – if I put Michigan in there, but I'm gonna go Michigan. Fuck it, uh, Cincy, and then um, the last one. That's a, that's a good one. I don't know who the last team would be. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm really stumped on the last one, man. You think because they can't put Alabama in if Alabama? No, I have two losses. No. Yeah. So, um, because who? All right. So who? Right now, Notre Dame is in there. Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. Those will be the two teams. Ooh. Oklahoma State, I think, going to blast their opponent. So, I think, ooh, man. But it's just so weird. Like, you would like to put teams that you don't expect to get in there because, you you know, that's just being 100. Yeah. But the, the, the committee is so fraud, bro. They are. They're definitely fraud. I mean, they damn near said. It, they said Notre Dame ain't getting in without their coach. I mean, it's going to take a miracle for them to get in. It's basically what they said. So, We'll see. I, I, my four, I'm going Georgia, Michigan, Cincy, and I'm going to go Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State beats Baylor. I think they get that last spot. I don't think Notre Dame will get in. I don't think they should get in without being in the conference. So this will show Notre Dame getting the conference. No coach, no conference, no playoff for Notre Dame. I don't think they let Bama in with two losses. If Bama wins, well, that's, I mean, that's bad for somebody. But I don't think Bama will win this game. So um, that'll be a difference. Um, well, that's interesting, man. We're going to see. It's definitely going to be interesting. I mean, the Bama wins. They're in. Georgia's in. Michigan's in. They win. And then it's between Cincy and Oklahoma State at that yeah. point. Then yep. if I'm if I'm Cincy, I'm worried because they've been – I mean, the, the committee's been doing all they can to keep Cincy out. They kept them at number four. I mean, they've been doing all they can. So if Oklahoma State wins and Bama wins, not good news for Cincy. But we'll see. How that one goes. All right, over to the NFL real quick. Um, the Giants and the Dolphins, who you got? I'm going to go with Giants um, if Daniel Jones is healthy. I think we're getting healthier on the defensive side. We got Logan Ryan back. Um, and uh, the offense has been doing just enough. So, But the defense, obviously, has been our saving grace. So I'm going to go with the Giants. It's a must-win for both teams, though, if they want to you know, keep their wild-card uh, playoffs, playoff hopes alive. So. Yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins. They've been like they maybe starting to get get something going. Like they may be playing a little bit better. Um, no, they've been great, but it's just been a little bit better than it has been in the past. Um, so they beat the um, they beat the uh, why can't I look? Okay, so they beat the Dolphins. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Jets, and then they beat the Ravens. Mm-hmm. They lost, and they beat the Texans before that. So I mean, they, they got a little something going. So maybe you know they, they getting they getting getting right at the right time. So I'm gonna go with the uh, Dolphins in this one. I don't think the Giants will get it done. All right, game number two, game here in Atlanta. The uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay Bucks travel to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. You said Atlanta's gonna make the playoffs, but is this a game they're gonna win? 
Might be one of the games you need to have. They're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I think they. I think Tampa Bay is gonna win. <laughs> um, I don't think there's a question about it. Yeah, Tampa Bay all day. Yeah, Brady and the Bucks easy. It won't be close. Yeah, it would. Let me know. They'll put the game out of hand. Yeah, right. I agree. Game number three, we got the Chargers and the Bengals. So you got in this one, the battle of the young QBs, Joe, uh, Justin Herbert and uh, Joe Joe Burrow, actually drafted in the same pl- same year. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, this is gonna be a good one. I think um, I'm gonna go with Cincinnati because they got home field. Yeah, I think since you're home, there's enough to get it done in this one. So give me the Bengals. All right, the Patriots and the Bills, the first big test for the Patriots, I think, this year. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, it's gonna be an upset somewhere along the line, but I'm gonna go Patriots. Then I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they're gonna upset the the Bills, and I'm gonna go with the Patriots. I'm gonna go with the Bills. The Bills. They seem like Josh Allen maybe figured it out and got right. But I mean Belichick, I mean he's he's a he's a wicked genius. So this may be you know this may be the year for them to maybe get back to the Super Bowl. So. But um, until I see it from the, from the the Patriots that they can beat a really good team, I'm gonna go with the Bills. And all right, the rivalry, um, the AFC North showdown, the Ravens and the Steelers. Who you got? I'm gonna go with the Ravens, man. I think the Steelers are dead this year, dude. I, I told somebody I I don't think they're gonna uh, be able to make it into the playoffs this year. I'm going with uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Ravens. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to the Ravens too. I mean, they they injured my Lamar Jackson throwing four interceptions, but they still find a way to win. So until that magic runs out, I'm gonna keep going with them. So give me the the Baltimore Ravens. All right, that's it this week. Now our non-sports topic. I want to ask you this, man. How did you feel? Now Keisha Lance Bottoms, you've been on record saying that you didn't think she was the mayor for the city. <laughs> now she's out. They got a man, Andre Dickens. They uh, grad. He's he's now um. He's going to be the new mayor of Atlanta. So uh, what do you think about that? Man, just 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 turn Atlanta to the damn club, if you will. They they ain't respect Mayor Keisha Bottoms. They damn sure ain't respecting this guy. You don't I mean, look. the maze, man. He from the city. He went to maze. That's why they ain't going to respect him. They like, he one of us for real. <laughs> they, they, look, they, what the city of Atlanta needed was a Republican, bro, in the office because the city's getting out of hand, and I just think it's it's a situation where they don't respect the authority right now. They don't they they don't respect the person that's calling the shots in the city. So I don't know. I think you know. I think it's bad. I think it's gonna be another bad situation for the, for the city of uh, of Atlanta, man. Let me ask you this: Is it really bad, or are we just seeing it more? Because let's it's be honest. Bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's, or is it just? I'm saying, has it been bad, and we're just now seeing it more, or just is it just like worse now? Nah, I think it's turned up on a whole nother scale, bro. I, I think I think the way the city is right now is is definitely uh, a lot worse. I, I'm not saying that the city's never been bad, but I'm just saying it's been turned up another notch now. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think there's some there's something to that, but I also think there's something to us just seeing it more. Like, okay, let's be honest. How many Negroes you know watch the news? You yeah, know, that is true. so I think we just we see social media more now. We see social media, 
and you see you, you follow ATL scoop you're gonna see every damn shooting every breaking every looting that happens because that's what they report so I mean I think this stuff has always been there these people don't really watch the news to see it so I mean I think it's worse I don't know if it's just that much worse since then it's just already been just that we just have a new more access to it and I mean yeah there are more people moving here and the people moving in every day and a lot of people have moved here over the past you know 10 20 years or so um it's gonna keep happening as they just keep building places um right you know all the companies coming here and so there's a lot of money opportunity here the way i look at it is look thankfully i've been safe and i you know pray to jesus knock on wood that i stay safe but like i just tell people like you just got to find your lane and stick to it that's it you know if you stay out of the way of the foolishness you stay out of the way of the of the, of the bs you know hopefully it don't find you but you got to find your lane find your people and just you know stick to it that's just what i tell people when they say you know stuff about it but hey no. No, I feel you. I mean, look, I hope I hope that uh he could turn it around, but I don't know, man. I'm not really convinced. Yeah, no, I guess nobody is really convinced that he can turn around. I guess we'll see though. I mean, we gotta give him a shot. Um to see if he can turn around. If you don't, well, hey, you're back in the shit. Ain't the shit no different than the world has been. So <laughs> I guess if you yeah, don't nah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That's true. All right, man. Um, so you got a versus tonight, Bone Thugs and Harmony against Three Six Mafia. So I guess we. Oh, can- that's that's tonight. Yeah, it's actually going on right now. I believe. Yep. Oh man, I that's terrible. I ain't heard nothing about <laughs> it. I I ain't even been. I ain't even. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, man. I mean, the versus was cool when we were all locked <laughs> up, and it's still cool now, but it ain't the same. I mean, I guess now they've turned it into concerts, so you can actually buy tickets and go. But it's not really the same. You. you I mean, we was all locked in the house at one point watching the verses because we had nothing else to do. Now the world's back open, so. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so. All righty, man. Well, we covered a lot today. Anything else you got? Nah, man. You know, just, uh, just you know, try to do your best to stay safe out here, man. You got another black man in Atlanta, man. I mean, it's going to get turned up. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, look. Now, nah, let me just be positive. I mean, look, I, I hope, <clears throat> like we said, I hope, uh, you know, things uh, turn around for the better. But if not, stay safe and stay dangerous at the same time. Yes, sir. Stay with it on you. Keep it on you. The Tully on you. Hey, man, you know what's really funny? I don't know how you you may not find it funny since you're from New York. But these goddamn TikToks, bing bong. I don't know if you've seen them, but those have been I, hilarious to me, bro. I don't nah, know why. I, I haven't, man. I haven't, but you know, that's that's another reason why, like, no one will really take, I guess, like the Knicks seriously because the fans are really corny and they doing it for attention. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like that because back in the day, like Knicks fans were corny like that. You know what I mean? Like that that's not what New York is about. It's it's, it's whack to me. So I don't even pay it any attention. And quite honestly, I I. I'm not surprised that people make fun of that because it's, it's extremely corny, bro. Yeah, I guess it's what the Knicks, the Knicks have. I mean, but that's the whole trade. Like, you know, we had a conversation about this offline, but the whole Trey Young thing and how everyone was, uh, you know, you, you don't feel like that's um, that's real Knicks fans out there that uh, are, you know, are, are acting like that. The whole, you know, F Trey Young and constantly talking I mean, about Trey Young. I mean, they might, I don't. Here's the thing. I mean, the, the Knicks haven't been good in a long time, so yeah, 
I mean, they those probably are real Knicks fans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because there's not many Knicks fans left from, you know, like back in the day or whatnot. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's it's crazy. But they actually lost the game, lost again tonight against the Bulls. I mean, and, and, I, and I was watching it, you know, and it's like bad t- – and I'm not gonna say they're a bad team, but they're definitely a very—they're a very average team, floating, um, floating on like being below average. So they just find ways to beat themselves, man. It's crazy. Yeah, no, that's what happens, man. Unfortunately, teams aren't great teams. They bad teams. They say bad teams still show you a bad—they're a bad team, all right. Um, yeah, find new ways every day, bro. Yes, sir. I'm a Lions fan. So I'm all about it. All righty, everyone. Thank you for. Tuning in with this, stand locked in with this. Um, covered a lot today. Hope you enjoyed it all. Be sure to subscribe. Were you gonna hear this? Average? No, dang, my bad. Real game with Grit and Chin. My bad. I was in in a different mode. Real game with Grit and Chin. Wherever you find your podcast at, Real Game with Crit and Chin. Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, we are there. Be sure to follow. What can they follow you at on social media? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Twitter seven seven one eight Chin, and on Instagram at Meech Chin. Yeah, so you can follow our podcast page, RG with CC on Instagram and Crit and Chin on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Same name, Chris underscore Crit with two T's. Don't forget it. There you go. Um, so for Chin, I'm Crit. Thanks for listening. We out. <laughs>